husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. Hello, how are you going? Just <laughs> <laughs> wanted to see how long you'd sit there and wait. Did you hear my stomach then? Yes, <laughs> I did. And I, I can't believe you're hungry. No, it wasn't a hungry fart <laughs> in like internal fart. Mm. I think it was just my stomach going, oh, there's a bit of stuff to move about in here. <laughs> Busy show today. Uh, we had a beautiful moment this morning when um, Sean, who is stepfather to some beautiful children, um, came and joined us mm. on the air. Yeah, most beautiful kids wrote a message for him saying thank you for being, well, actually, thank you for coming into their life. Mm. They asked him for Santa, a good dad, and then he came in. Amazing. That was, I was lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's a liar. <laughs> we had uh, provided. Albanese on as well. Anthony. Leader of the opposition. Albanese. Mm-hmm. Pat Carrington joined us as well. It was a jam-packed show. Uh, my favourite thing about Albanese was how he dodged all the questions. Well, he's a politician. That's, That's what, what they, they do. do. They do they technique do, eh? of how you still have to give an answer because you can't say, I can't answer that. Yeah. But the whole thing is trying to get to something that you want to talk about. Double talk. Plus chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting, but not having much of a break. So when you know you need to take a breath, you do it pretty quickly and then continue to talk again before you can butt in and well, then the actually change it. Well, the media advisors put in uh, key things that they have to say. Mm-hmm. So like things like you would have to say that the federal government has destroyed the rollout of mm-hmm. the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Tick. the word banana, every so often. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those challenges. That'd be a fun game, wouldn't yeah. it? Okay, and today whipped cream needs to somehow be worked in there. The federal government are just like a big old can of whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Why? You pull, press the button, and they go everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's actually not bad. They could use that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Next press conference, <laughs> they'll even credit you. And this one coming out of B105 Brisbane. No, no, no. Just Matty Acton. We don't want to be associated. <laughs> oh, mate. It's too bad. We're all in the photo smiling like we're a happy family. <laughs> Stuck with me, mate. Whether you will like it or not. You like it though, don't I you? I do like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm sexy and I know it. It is interesting when uh, someone goes to us, oh, I listen to you on the radio, you sound exactly the same. You know, you're like, we're not putting on a voice, this is this is our voice. Um, but I wonder if people go, oh, you're not how I thought you would look. I've been told that people thought I was fatter. They really? said, you, you, sound, you sound fatter. I've heard people say to me, you're a lot taller than, I, than you sound. I mean, how does someone sound short? Well, I, yeah. I feel really sorry for you guys with this study because it is all about the voice and it's what um, the opposite gender finds attractive or maybe the same gender finds attractive if that's your sexual preference. Um, but they've worked out that um, this guy is... <laughs> he's the ultimate... Um, sex appeal to women. Now, I just want to apologise to you guys when I explain why. It's Tom Hardy. <sighs> also, well, we got about as much sense of it as bird flying in the sky. That's bait. Uh, why? Because I've done research to find out that women find men attractive who mumble. Found out to we be complain true. about it. <laughs> How we complain about it. Look, look at you, so upset. You pronounce your words too much. Um, but they're saying that that's actually quite a, a masculine and attractive quality, even though it might be saying to our kids, like, seriously, I can't I can't hear you. Because I say that I'm fluent in mumble because I grew up with two older brothers. Yeah. 
and my kids now mumble and my husband mumbles, but apparently I didn't realise it's an attractive thing. And I think it, the pennies just dropped for me that I've realised that women love the things that are annoying about men. <laughs> so now every mm. time my wife is annoyed at me, she's actually turned on. Well, you don't mumble, well, though. Well, it's probably also... Like should, I'm talking tra- other stuff. Well, no, <laughs> like every, just, every, let's just get every, back to Oh, the you're irritated? You horny devil. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, you should just go... Oh, yeah, so... so. <laughs> she'll go, what? You want me to take my clothes off? Okay. Well, when you think about it, women find mostly what we're talking about very annoying, so if they can't hear it, yes. it ups our attractiveness. Look, David Beckham is a lovely guy, but oh, when he lovely. opens his mouth, yeah. you go, oh, let's not talk in the bedroom. Hmm. Uh, now, for for men... Do you it, find it hot, though? M- a mumble guy? Mumbling? Yeah. I think, yeah. Okay. Just because they seem so... Complex when really they're really not. <laughs> what about a high pitch mumbler? Because no, usually, no, 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 no. usually I, like, I do like a, a deep mumble. I do like a deep a voice. Yeah. Hey, I just want to leave I want to come around for dinner tonight. It's not the same, is it? It's not the same. But what they're saying is a lot of it comes in too. So if you're a mumbler, you generally speak less. Mm. So you know how they say that silent yeah. type yeah. that they sort of really yeah. like, or they want to mm. fix, or they want to get to know. But it's is the opposite. For men, they find a girl that pronounces words very attractive, and the ultimate is this lady, Liz Hurley. I can give you that. I can make the whole world love you. Oh, yeah. You find that attractive? Um, I mean, the, the head that the words are attached to does help, because it's Liz Hurley. Yeah, I know. I just um, don't, think we, I don't think when men still find it hard to understand women, I don't think they would look for a girl that goes... You know what? I want you to put the things in, and they go. So sorry, I didn't hear you. Like I don't think it, Can't you'd believe find. You just said that on radio. I don't think you'd find a woman who mumbles attractive. No, no. Because already would be you annoying. find it hard mm. to get instructions. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife already does this thing where if she's got to give me a seriously important piece of information, and I know I need to consume <laughs> this, and I need to know it. Mm. Yeah. She will be facing me, and she goes, "Now I really need you to listen to this." And then as she says it, she walks away and gives me <laughs> the information from like, the other side of the room. I'm like, like, you told me I have to listen, but then you're walking away with facing a wall. Come back. Come back. Is so it, maybe that's what it is. There's yeah. less fear in the, the Yeah, there's the less fear. They like it. You should try mumbling today. Yeah, try mumbling when you get home. Hey, mm. uh, Not on air. How are you today? You have to still talk, mate. I you can't just... Yeah, I can understand what you're saying, but it's not mumbling. You sound like you're having a That's stroke. Just trying, you you look like you're trying to do a tram, tram, ventriloquist. <laughs> ventriloquist. Yeah. Oh, you're not hot. Can't pronunciate. <laughs> <laughs> True. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, my wife had a big, uh, busy weekend of work last weekend. She was working mornings uh, at the ABC, and then she was uh, doing uh, comedy during the day and comedy at night, both Saturday and Sunday. So we didn't get to see her very much. I love the versatility of your wife. Mm. That, you know, it's not many people who you would say, yeah, I'm knocking out a shift on the ABC in the morning and then doing stand-up comedy at night. Mm. All like the jokes that she kept on, uh, kept inside yeah. when she was on air going, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about gardening before. Now I'm talking about... <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't say that on radio. Um, but so we had a small window where um, she was down at the um, sit-down comedy club at, at Paddo and uh, she was doing a, a Q&A thing uh, with a bunch of comedians. She was the, the forum host, I guess you would call it, or mm-hmm. MC or whatever. Uh, and then she was um, hosting the, the Raw Comedy, so she had about an hour or two in between. And we thought, well, we're not going to see her any other time. So me and Raw's popped down to have dinner with her uh, down there. And um, while we were there, the the room was empty because they were restocking between the gigs. And um, Kat said to Rory, do you want to come and see where I work? Because um, Rory, I'm not 100% sure if she understands what um, her mum does for a living. She says that she puts on weight, makeup and entertains a lot of people. And that can go one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gets a lot of looks. <laughs> well, the other one, makeup's not really <laughs> the main focus. No. <laughs> that house in Barton's not going to pay itself. Uh, they are. You're yeah, going to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Rory went down and, and, and saw the room and we took a really uh, cool photo of both of them on stage with Rory at the microphone. And I, I put it through, uh, it's on our Instagram and our Facebook page if you want to have a look. Um, but a lot of people People were saying, "Oh, was she? Is this some sort of kids' comedy thing? Because there is class clowns, and if you ever, if you're in um, high school and you think you're funny, get into class clowns. It's great. A lot of really good comedians have started there. Um, but no, she wasn't. But uh, she was on stage. She had a microphone, and my daughter can't resist. She did throw out a few jokes. I didn't record them because you know I, it was just there. They weren't clean for radio. They weren't. They weren't. She couldn't have said it. She what she said did it. on stage at the paddo stays at the paddo. Did she repeat your jokes, or she's come up with these no, herself? No, she doesn't. Well, a she can't repeat mine, and she doesn't find me funny at all. Uh, here's here's a sample of, of of her comedy though. What do you get when you cross a turkey with a dinosaur? I don't know. What do you get if you cross a turkey with a dinosaur? Jurassic Thanksgiving. <laughs> guy goes to a graveyard. Is walking around. He runs into a spirit. What does he say to it? I don't know. You're dead to me. <laughs> what did the strawberry say when his favourite song came on in the car? That's my jam. She kind of delivers like... Like the way you speak, oh, yeah? the, with your your pausing and your delivery mm. of punchlines, I can can okay. hear a bit of your influence. Um, and so, Kat put the photo up on her Facebook, and everyone was like, "Oh, is she going to be a comedian like her mum?" And and then it started that conversation of with a few of our friends, "Would you mind if she was a comedian?" And we were like, "No, we wouldn't care. I would wouldn't care if she, as long as she's happy in what she was doing." Um, but it got me thinking because I remember when I was in high school, I, I never I never was going to be a comedian. I was going to be a chef. Uh, always wanted to be a chef, and every chef I talked to told me not to do it. Said it's awful. Nah, it's too stressful. Stressful. Everyone's alcoholics or a former alcoholic. You're always um, working when everyone else is is off. Um, and it got me thinking: if you were like, say, you're an accountant and your kid wants to be an accountant, but you hate being an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you, have you ever had to talk your kid out of your profession? 13, 10, 60 if you have. If you've had to sit your kid down and go, I know I go there every day to the bank, but I hate being a banker. Don't be a banker. There is true. There is professions, because I'm the same as you, working with chefs, they used to say, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, it's too stressful. Mm. But food is my passion. My friend says that about being a lawyer. She's like, no, don't be a lawyer. Yeah. I was like, well, I wasn't going to be. She goes, no, I know you can be. But I just meant like to other people, don't be a lawyer. Because mm. she says that she just, for her, it's boring work. But I'm like, but you've set yourself up mm. for yeah. life. She's got paid so well. She's so successful at it. Think of all the crimes you commit, can commit and get yourself out of it on technicalities. That's what I said. Like, maybe that's you're in the wrong skill. sort of law. She's in more like corporate. They're I boring. Like, I, reckon I reckon a lot of nurses would sit their kids down and say, probably don't be a nurse. 
So it's the long hours and the trauma that mm. you see. And you want to do the opposite of a careers counsellor here, rather than yes. trying to put you on the right track. <laughs> yes. Thirteen ten sixty. Talk people out of your job. Yes. Tell tell kids listening right now why they should, <laughs> should not, not do, do that job. What you do. <laughs> yeah. And by doing so, we'll also reward you because uh, it's a special day today, and you make it on the air. You get two hundred dollars. All thanks to McDonald's and Monopoly, which is back today. So, Chris, well done. You got yourself 200 bucks straight up, Legend. Yeah, thanks, Legend. Now, talk us out of your profession. Um, I'm an asbestos removalist. So, it's hot, it's hard, it's dirty, it's potentially cancer-causing, yeah. and, yeah, it's not fun. Good pay, Chris? It's all right. Mm. Could be better. Like always. <laughs> but it's always hot. Once I saw an asbestos remover, they, he he was taking it off because, you know, you got to wear the hazard suit. And he just had jocks yep. on underneath. And I was like, oh, yep. oh. And I had to turn away. And he's like, it's too hot. Love. I was it's like, too oh, hot okay. to wear anything else. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> yeah. But your kid wants to wants to do it. Yeah, he said he wants to be just like, man, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, the cancer one's probably a good one uh, as well. There's lots of, obviously, the people who do it, though, I would say, um, They're very always noble. safe, yeah. They're also saving people from getting cancer. That's so true. you need to look at it that way, maybe, mm. Chris. Well, you just talked his son back into it. Well, well. Yeah, sorry, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Talia in Margate. You had to talk your kids out of a professional. Your mum talked you out of her profession. Yeah, so my mum's a teacher, and she basically told me, don't become a teacher. You're not going to have a life. You're not going to get money. Um, so, yeah, don't be a teacher, and I really wanted to be one. So what do you do now, then? I'm a psychologist and I have no life. So. <laughs> 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 oh my god, you must be so busy at the moment as yeah. well. Yeah, very, very busy. Really though, anyone with a job doesn't really have a life. No, but did you turn around to That's your mum and say, and now I don't have a life and I still don't get the sweet holidays? Yeah, so I don't get the sweet holidays, right? Like, that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, shout out to all the teachers out there. They do a great job. Yes, and childcare workers. Today is childcare early early educator day. Mm. So mm. to all the childcare workers, thumbs up. I reckon I do agree though that you should all get paid more. Anyone yep. who has to take my child for mm-hmm. six hours of the so day. Why don't you do that then? Just for your children, you pay more. You know, oh, the car. fees come out and you go, no, 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 no. I know my kids. I'll double it. Imagine if it was behaviour-based. Yes. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, Morgan, Morgan agrees. You into that? Morgan yeah. agrees. Yeah. <laughs> if it was behaviour-based, yeah. I definitely wouldn't be worth me working because <laughs> I'd have to pay too much. Now, What's your to... profession? Morgan. Sorry? What's your oh, profession? Sorry, uh, I'm a coffee machine technician. Okay. What's wrong with that? Oh, nothing. Look, I, I, I enjoy it. I love the work, but it can be long hours, really dirty work. Uh, at the moment, I'm flying out to Cairns to do two days of work there, or I could be at an office at home, mm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. or with the kids. So, And I know that people are so grumpy when a coffee machine breaks down. That's exactly right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you love when it's working. You hate it when it's not. Yeah. yeah. You should see it here if it doesn't. People are, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> but your kids help you out at work sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I, I take them with me through the big drives, and the way I'm, I'm not, you know, away from them as much. And uh, they like to pick up the tools and give me a hand. They're See, that's amazing. The, that's, that's the thing with it, isn't it? Because um, it, it's it's not so much the job that you're doing, but that it's the bonding and the hours you've spent with your dad. My um, wife's um, father was a truckie, and she used to go with him on the interstate truck drives, mm-hmm. and she loved it. And you know, but he would say, "Don't be a truck driver." Yeah. yeah. Mm. You're exactly not, right, yeah. You're not fixing people's Nespresso machines at home and stuff, right? You're, like, going out to cafes no, and pulling them no, apart. No, so 
all of all of your cafes, your Coles Express, all the all the really awesome machines. To be honest, uh, it's a great job, but just I, I hope my kids do better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good on you, Morgan. Hey, uh, you can take the day off, mate, because you got two hundred dollars. All thanks to Maccas. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Good stuff, no legend. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Hey, Brizzy, we want to introduce you to Ash. Ash is our new producer um, because Siobhan is going on maternity leave. And, and where is she? Pregnant? pregnant. <laughs> we didn't notice. Is she eating Maccas at the moment? Yeah, she is. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and so you should. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I honestly, you don't look any different, so I just... <clears throat> but, Ash, where are you from? I am from New South Wales, um, from Gosford, on oh, the Central Coast. get out. So are Sorry, you going to go for New South Wales, State of Origin? Of, of course. Okay. Mm. All the maroon here is very off-putting, <laughs> I have to say. Everything is maroon. Okay. Like, the what? check-in app... All of it. Alicia's, I didn't even notice that, but Alicia's honest, okay? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I thought it true. was maroon because it was like Queensland. It is, I think. That's the reason. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> if your egg on your face, like literally. You literally, know, I do need yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, everyone We're just Mac so in here this okay. morning. So we thought we'd do a little bit of a brizzy quiz for Okay, you. great. Okay. Awesome. And see how you go. You can keep the score on this. Okay. All right, so a little briz quiz. Um, you've never lived here before. Ever, I haven't. Have no. Right. And I'm very excited about it. I'm loving everything so far, so... I'm keen for the quiz. Okay. If we are in Brizzy and you're at the beach, where are we? We are east, like to the east. <laughs> um, the beach, do you mean streets beach? No, that no, is it's correct. Street, it's, it's correct. It's a streets beach. It's called, called streets, streets beach. beach. Yeah. yeah, South Bank. Well, well I didn't even know that. <laughs> who's the true Brisbane person now? <laughs> hey! Not me. <laughs> is it called streets beach? Yeah, yeah, it's sponsored by them, and you can get the I ice cream. I used to sell down. the ice creams. Oh, yeah. see, I just call it South Bank. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, it is South Bank. You could have either one. Okay, so how many years in a row? You will even know this one is in New South Wales. Did Queensland win State of Origin? Eight. Yes. So you would know that as a New South Wales person. Of course, yeah. you know how hurt much it's hurt. Today Very we're uh, we're going to go to Indro. What are we doing? Indrapilly, there's a Westfield there. Oh, she's a gun. Going well. She is a gun. She's going Spell well. I-N-D-R-O-P-I-L-L-Y. We don't know that anyway. I can't tell. I'm pretty sure it's just Indro. I-N-D-R-O. Yeah. We'll give you that. Which beer is brewed in... Wow. What the uh, hell? Okay. Okay. I'll tell you why. Yeah. After the jingle. Okay, that's it. Um, I was quarantined at the hotel across from the Forex oh. factory. Uh-huh. So I'd sit, I'd look out my window at night and see the Forexes lit up. This is not going the way we thought Let's give us a, I'll give us some hard ones. Here we go. All right. The Story Bridge yeah. is a double ganger. For which of these bridges, the Jack Cartier Bridge in Canada, the Sydney Harbour Bridge in Sydney, or the Henderson Wave in Singapore? I. It's definitely not B, so I'm going to say the first one, yeah, which was correct. The, okay. Yeah, Jack this Cartier is not in going Canada. The way we thought. <laughs> this is correct. All right, here we go. <laughs> what is not a correct na- a nickname for Brisbane? Bris Vegas, Brizzy, Brizzy Wood, or Brisneyland? Brizzy Wood. That sounds stupid. <laughs> She's very good. She's even got the attitude of a Queenslander already. <laughs> really? She's just used to winning. What is this rubbish? Don't ask me a dumb question, <laughs> you bloody moron. <laughs> what band has a landmark named after... Powderfinger. Oh, oh she's see, gone got too cocky. quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what, where's Powderfinger then? 
Um, isn't it like Vulture Street or something? Is there one of Vulture Street? Well, they named the album after the oh, street. Okay. But no, that's, that's what they've got on the paper. Okay, no, no, no. What band has a landmark named after them between Savage Garden, the Veronicas, or the Go-Betweens? The Go-Between Bridge. Uber driver told me about the go-between bridge yesterday, and he told me it was named after a band. So thank you, Roy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, she's Point very. Point you know the name of the band. Um, the go-between. Yeah, trick question. She's got them all right. I am. Well, no, I'm not. I'm actually thinking, for the first time, we've hired someone. It's very well, like yeah, that's a, who yeah. hired you. Okay. They're, they're, you've done your research. You're up on this for the stuff. First time. No, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> well, the three of us have been hired here too, so yeah. the insult goes right across the yeah, building. It is. <laughs> Which is the highest point in Brisbane? Is it Mount Cravat, Mount Cutha, or Mount Omni? Mount Cutha. Yeah. Yep. <gasps> you know, technically not even high enough to be regarded as a mountain. Really? Mm, How high has something got to be to be a mountain? There is a certain limit that yeah, they have what to is be. That? I don't know. Well, I just know that the, the Mount Cooper's not high enough. Is it a hill? Yes. Well, it's called a mount. Like, okay. Yeah. Mm. Right, well, Mount Omni needs to chuck a few levels on it if they're going to live up to their name. <laughs> <Mount Omni does. laughs> lies. Well, well, welcome. Done, well, well done. done. I actually didn't study. Mm-hmm. So that's all just stuff I knew yeah. about Brisbane. Well, there you go. Yeah, well impressive. done. Thank you. One last one then, see? One, because we learnt this a while ago. Are there dead bodies underneath Suncorp Stadium? I'm going to say yes, because that's a really weird question to ask. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and when it came out my mouth, I was like, nah. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Anthony Albanese has been locked in as Australia's next opposition leader. Albanese. Albanese, thank you so much for calling through this morning, mate. Great to have you with on. The, with apologies to the Eagles, there. <laughs> <laughs> mate, anytime you're on our show, we're going to roll that out. So no need to apologise. They love it. I think they, they get about twenty eight cents every time we play that grab. Excellent. I believe you've come I'm into. Sure, they need it. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. bit of a foodie since you've been in lockdown in uh, Canberra. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it quite that far, but it did create. A bit of a a kerfuffle when you're sort of locked down in Canberra in a a flat for week after week. I went back to some just uh, old school food types, um, given given I'm here by myself. Mm. Meat and two veg. Is that your rule? Meat and two veg, absolutely. (laughs) Pretty simple meal to watch. It was a Friday night watching the footy, a steak. Peas and corn. And then What's the, wrong the, with that? And the king of desserts, the absolute king of desserts. I actually saved this purely for my birthday, but the streets Viennetta. I mean... Well, it, it was always, as a kid, I, I grew up with just my mum, and Viennetta was something that literally you only had on your birthday. Mm. I mean, you got, you got blue ribbon ice cream at Christmas time, <laughs> and you uh, otherwise it was home brand. Uh, and Neapolitan, if you are lucky, but Viennetta was for really special occasions. And uh, I saw it in a supermarket here in Canberra. We're still allowed to shop, and I I just had a a, a bit of nostalgic mm. uh, look back by by having that. And uh, I'm sure my my late mum would have been looking down and going, "Good on you." <laughs> See. In because in, you're you in the unit that you're in there is that do you have your own little pad in Canberra when you're there working that you go to or do you just like jump between hotels? 
No, I've, I've, I've got a flat, um, so I, I find that much better in terms of just having my gear and my toiletries and yeah. all of that. I, I spend a lot of time in hotels around the country, so having somewhere here that's constant. I'm very pleased given I uh, have been here because Canberra went into lockdown. I mm-hmm. came here straight from Brisbane from the last time I think we had a chat. Yeah, wow. Uh, about uh, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago. So uh, I am going home this Friday from lockdown in Canberra to lockdown in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, but that will be the first time for three months. Have you got a little um, herb garden going with a legal size marijuana plant in it? Just so you, just like every other person, you know, feel like you're a Canberrian? I don't have any sort of garden going here. And uh, it's a pretty sparse old flat, which is what uh, what uh, the, uh, the meals putting on Instagram showed. Yeah. One of the things that I found, because you work late hours, get leave the, the flat early, arrive back late, uh, usually have dinner out. I only discovered I've been in this flat for a long time, only discovered the oven doesn't work, the griller doesn't work. <laughs> that's, that, that's limited some of the cooking options, I've got to say, now that I've got to cook every night. But no herb garden, we got that. Yeah. Hey, uh, we wanted to ask you, as the leader of um, the opposition, and we always say ultimately Anastasia Palaszczuk's uh, boss, there was so much heat yesterday because people are so upset about the borders, not being able to get exemptions for loved ones who are, are dying, but yet the NRL brought in a plane full of wives and girlfriends um, to come in. Do you 100% support Anastasia Palaszczuk allowing that to happen? Oh, I think she's done a fantastic job of keeping Queenslanders safe. And one of the things that has kept the country going, I've got to say, uh, I've never watched so much rugby league on television. Uh, all of it broadcast from Queensland. And uh, it's been fantastic that Queensland's been able to oh, do we that. Love, we, honestly, we love our football, but what about the wives and girlfriends being allowed to come in? Well, I think after such a long period of time, I'm not across all of the details of that decision, but... A bit of common sense uh, should apply. I'm not sure what the quarantine arrangements, etc., were, but it, it is a good thing that rugby league has been able to continue. I think at, at this difficult time, it has given people something to chat about. It's given people something to, to watch on TV. It's much better than reality TV, let's face it. With those decisions, <clears throat> though, is that something she consults? You want like? Do you guys talk regularly about that, or is that just a decision that she would make, and then it oh, goes through? Anastasia makes her own decisions, but we talk regularly. We had a couple of chats last week, including about the fantastic decision that she made to go it alone and build quarantine facilities in Toowoomba at Wellcamp near the airport. There, mm. uh, when I was up in Queensland a couple of months ago, I visited the site, uh, talked to John Wagner there. Uh, who's the, the proponent, and quite frankly, the, the, t- the reason why there are restrictions now is that the federal government didn't fix quarantine and they didn't roll out the vaccine early enough. And the state premiers have all had to deal with that. Labor and Liberal have had to deal with the consequences of that, which is why there are restrictions on in just about every single state uh, around the country at the moment. 
Well, mate, um, always a pleasure to have you on. Um, we're glad that you're doing well there in quarantine in Canberra, and um, we appreciate you. You don't want your... me to come and cook for you next time oh. I'm in Queensland? Yeah, mate, of course. We're always up for a brekkie. You can roll in here and put the barbecue on out the front of the B105 oh. building. If you bring a sweet spionetta, I will become an Australian citizen and I'll vote for you. Oh, you can. <laughs> He oh, said that to elder that politicians. Yeah, for brekkie. Yeah. You can do that after bacon and eggs with yeah. Bianetta as dessert. How's, how's that? Oh, it's it's anytime good. food. Uh, and also, next time you're talking to Anastasia, she we've never had her on our show. We'd love to take a phone call. We've we've never managed to get her on and, and have any questions. So if you could pass on that, we'd love to have her on to have a chat. That'd be great. Okay, I'm, I'm on to it. Good on you, mate. Thank <laughs> you for your call. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There's no such thing as a regular dad. And this Father's Day, Stab Abby and Matt are celebrating all of the dads. Father's Day is on Sunday and we all know that there's dads in all different types of relationship with their children. We want to be able to celebrate them. We did have um, Ethan come in and was talking about his relationship with you, Matty. Yeah, my 19-year-old. I met him when I was 18 and he was two. And in right now, we've got Crystal and Sean. To get my head around this, Crystal, you've you've got five children? Yes, five kids. And Sean, you've got... Four children. Four children. So straight away, you both need a medal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you drive two cars or you got a big van for everybody? Um, I, I yeah, have a van. Yeah, she's got a van and I've just bought myself a new car to help out as well, stationary driving to the city, basically. Mm. Yeah, wow. So. That is amazing, because when you've got a blended family and you're not going to have as many bedrooms for everyone, it, people have to share and get along, right? Yes. Yeah. We're actually in a two-bedroom <laughs> apartment at the moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Your two-bedroom apartment? With seven kids, yes. On every second weekend, we've got seven kids in a two-bedroom <laughs> apartment. Wow. Are you joking? No. We <laughs> haven't moved to my house yet. <laughs> oh, wow. My house has four bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, okay. You just haven't moved because you haven't got the van? No, no, we just haven't moved yet. Okay, right, yeah, all right. But you have obviously, when you say that you've got that that many kids, you would both have a relationship with each other's children, right? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. and you father them like they're yours. Yes, yeah, Yeah. certainly do. So obviously with Father's Day coming up, we're celebrating um, the fathers. Uh, Crystal, tell us about Sean and what he's done for you and for your children. Um... First of all, he treats my kids exactly the same as his. Like, I've never had that mm. ever before. There's always been a little bit of a difference because there's a different feeling there when, you know, they've come from you. But there is no difference whatsoever with the way Tron she- treats my kids to his. Mm. Um, but he picks them up from daycare and school when I can't. He makes them dinner. He takes the kids to bed every single night. Wow. Every night. And we all know that is the worst job. <laughs> it's actually quite easy. Oh, okay. I don't know why she's complaining about it. Oh, one of those. I like it. Yeah. If, you, if you enjoy it, set yourself up a business doing that. Yeah, because, I really yeah. should. Yeah. Um, he also gets up to my baby at night when he comes in the room looking for me. He makes me pretend I'm not there. (laughs) And he gets up and gets him a bottle and puts him back to bed. Because he won't go to bed for me. He'll just hang off me. Mm. Obviously, you're sitting there... Sean, like, it's it's nothing. You're, you've actually got to look on your face like, I'm not really sure why we're discussing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, do you realise how special this is that you've... Oh, it's, it is. It's very special. Uh, I, 
it's sort of easy having four yourself and doing it yourself for so long. Yeah. Adding another five, it didn't make a difference really. Mm. And I don't get to see my four as much as what I'd like to. So having her five here all the time, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. It's, it sort of makes me feel like I've got my kids around. Mm. And, and my kids absolutely love coming over when... To, to see the other kids. That's all they ask. They don't care about me. That's why they the kids, basically. Yeah, that's great, though, because that yeah. can be an issue as well. The, the, mm. the, the families, the kids getting to, along together. So that's, yeah. you know, whatever you're doing, keep, keep doing it. It looks like you guys have got more kids and more love. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. A lot. But that, that's lot. N- nice for you. You obviously miss your kids when yeah. they're not there. So you feel like the, the hole is plugged a little, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 helps a lot. Mm. It's good to come home to kids, even though they're not legally mine. Mm. I act like a father. I want to. I want to be there, basically their father, whether not by blood, but I want to be their father. So, for a lot of the stepchildren out there, do you know how much that means to them that you treat them the same? Because there have been a lot of people that are brought up and they can always sense that they're not loved as much as, yeah. you know, their step-parents' um, yeah. children and that they are treated differently. Have you ever thought about how amazing that is for them? Yeah, I, I can I can see it in them every day. They, they're they excited every time they come home. They're, every time I come home from work or they come home from school, they're excited to see me. Mm. You don't even look tired. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since three, four o'clock this morning. Too. Oh, wow. Oh, you are Crystal, to hear that, you say that you haven't had that before. My kids and I have been through quite a lot and not the nicest things. Mm. So that really does mean a lot for my kids. And they're so comfortable with Sean. And they were so comfortable so quickly as well, which... They're not usually. Mm. They're they're very clingy with me normally, but they ditch me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My baby runs past me and puts his hands up to Sean. Wow. So, <laughs> how old's the baby? Two. Two. Yeah. Wow. So he was going through a picture book the other day of Sean's youngest boys and him in this book and turn the page to him and he points to Sean and goes, Daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's never done that. He he doesn't normally go to males ever. Mm. Um, so for him to do anything like that is pretty pretty big for me. Sean, are you ready for this? Mm. I, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I've already asked for the tissues. I make sure I've got tissues. Are you a big softy? <laughs> I am a big softy. <laughs> and that would be why you can take on so many children. So together you're a blended family. You've got 11 children and we're saying that your partner's five children um, live with you guys and you've taken on them as your own. Yes. Yes. Well, we've got two of them in this morning. Um, they've taken the morning off school. They're very excited about it. Shelby and Shyla. Um, last night, they did a bit of homework for us, and they have put together something that they would like to say to you to say Happy <laughs> Father's Day. So let's start with um, you, Shyla. You can go up first. To Sean, when I was born, I always had a missing part inside of me and I have found it with you. Ever since I was born, I never had a real dad like you and now I have you. Every Christmas us kids are centre for a daddy that loves us and treats mummy good and Santa surprised us with you. 
No. You listen to us sing even when mum says we are tone deaf. <laughs> and you love my mum better than anyone else. I like when you play with us. I think you have been missing from our family my whole life and now we feel complete. I am my mum teaches us about being grateful for things in our life. And I am most grateful for you. This Father's Day we want to thank you for being our dad. No. <laughs> They're hugging everybody. <laughs> Girls, that was so beautiful. Yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm trying to hold back the tears big time. That's... Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's twice in two days she said good boy and tapped me on the head. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I, I can't put words. I've got, I've got nothing. Honestly, i got nothing. I've, I've never... Never had anything said to me like that before, ever, mm. in my entire life. And I, I, I can't imagine my life with, without these, these kids, my kids, Crystal's kids, without Crystal for ever. Uh, it's hard. It's, mm. I've got no words. Honestly, I've got no words. Mate, you're, a, you're obviously a very special human being. You love <laughs> your own kids dearly. And you miss them. You said that to us before. You miss them when they're off at their mum's place. Yeah. Um, but you also haven't used the word step once or not said about uh, Crystal's kids that they're not your kids and you treat them like that. And from hearing the girls here today, I think you should be really proud of the amazing difference you're making in their lives. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll never... Everyone will class me as a stepdad, but I'll always class myself as a dad to them. All of them. All five of them. <laughs> You're both doing a great job raising beautiful kids. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everyone, for coming in. It's really nice to meet you. Have a great Father's Day all together on Sunday. Yes. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. B105 Brisbane Bronco, Paddy Carrigan, he's stepped out of training. Uh, is Kevy looking through the window at you right now saying, Oi, get, get back in here, what are you doing? <laughs> All he's going to do is uh, see me pacing around the basketball court, not doing anything anyway, so he's um, a bit sus on that probably. <laughs> I just realised, if this is the, the last game, you're allowed to get out of the bubble and go and see your girlfriend for the first time in ages. Yeah, so... Um, Saturday, last game, Lexi's two, ah, not two fifty, sorry, but last game for the club. So, yeah, it should be good and super excited to be able to go to the Goldie and do all those sort of things. You must be calling the old Roman sandal at the moment, hey, Paddy? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just, I'm sick of my housemates, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all I've got now is, we've got a gel blaster now. Oh, we saw. You seen? Yeah, Yeah, we saw it. You love it, don't you? Yeah, it's the best. So much fun. <laughs> so one of the one of the boys is asleep on the couch, and you put this on Instagram last night. You just smash into him with the gel blaster. Yeah, well, anytime one of us comes home now from the shops or whatever it is, someone's always waiting, and you're walking in the front gate getting shot at. So I seem to be the butt of all the jokes all the time. So I thought if he fell asleep on the couch, he won't he won't do that again. I hope when you make it down the Gold Coast and open the door for your, your girlfriend the first time, she's just like unloading on you. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw one night you were kissing one of the boys goodnight on the head. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm the dad, see? So if my son's fall asleep on the couch, I give him a little kiss and send him off to bed. <laughs> That's not accurate. You're really supposed to carry them, Pat. I didn't want to see that next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then put them over them your in. shoulder. They pretend to be asleep because they can't be bothered walking. Yes. <laughs> then drop them into bed, read a bedtime story. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do without you? <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Now, I reckon, what are you going to do without them? Imagine if you had to live on your own. What would you be like? I reckon I'd be terrible, to be honest. I'd be so bored and, yeah, no kids to look after. Hmm. It's terrible when they move out of home, isn't it? Yeah, you're 23. Can we just remind yeah, everyone that? Granddad. And your kids are 21, yeah. right? Yeah, but my my kids are punishers. See the boys, so it's always fun. And I'm sure your kids are all beautiful angels. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, we we have heard that there are going to be a lot of changes um, at the Broncos. Um, I guess maybe on the field and also off the field. Have you talked about that, or is it just let's get through the last game and then regroup? Um, a little bit. Kevy's been pretty big on um, trying to send Lexi off on a really uh, strong note and some of the other boys, Milf and, and Dave's last game for the club. So mm. um, hopefully the boys can get a win this week. And they're playing the night, so we're going to be playing finals footy. So hopefully we can, um, if we get a win, it kind of shows that you know we're capable of doing that next year. And um, that's where Kev's um, thoughts are kind of been at. Yeah, Alex Glenn um, is retiring at the end of this season. Anthony Milford, it'll be his last as well. Um, is that always, especially for people like Anthony Milford, he's copped a bit of criticism uh, over the last couple of years. Is it hard to sort of have the goodbye conversation with those guys or is that something you all start to chat about in the weeks leading up to it? You kind of um, acknowledge it in the weeks leading up, but it's actually going to be quite sad. I, I said to Lex the other day, I didn't realise how old he was until mum showed me a photo of um, me and him at a Bronx fan day when he was like in his first couple of years. Wow. I was like, I'm like eight, and he's he's a young buck with some diva earrings in. But um, <laughs> no, it's good. I, I don't think um, guys like Milf, he's obviously copped a bit of criticism, but really got the respect he deserved. And I'd easily say he's probably one of the toughest guys I've ever played with. So I'm going to miss him, and he's good fun. But, um, yeah, I guess you just kind of move move on, and you know that that's just what happens in the footy world. And what what happens? Do you have like a swipe card that you've got to hand back, or is there? Is there, do you have like a, a? You guys don't have a desk or anything. What do you do on your last day for a clean out? You like clean out. It's actually quite sad. You like clean out your locker, your locker. and um, I guess you say goodbye kind of things, and then um, over the, the next couple of months before the next guy comes in, they kind of take your name off the locker, and it's yeah. just like an empty spot. And yeah, that's the depressing part. But it'll be all right. <laughs> Like when a policeman retires, yeah, they gotta, yeah. yeah, clean out your clean locker, out and the locker. They scrape your name off the glass door and all that. Yeah, sort legit, of, scrape yeah. your name off and and goodbye. Yeah, wow. Um, well, buddy, we're looking forward to it. Saturday, three o'clock, Suncorp Stadium. The Broncos. Um, you guys have been playing some really great footy the last couple of weeks, so it's great to see. We're all excited for next year's season, but it'll be a great game against the Knights, um, of course, on the weekend. Before we let you go, um, the legends at Maccas have given us two hundred bucks to every caller who gets on the air. We're not going to give you your two hundred bucks. <laughs> we're going to let you choose Guilty. someone randomly right now. So thirteen ten sixty. Um, if people want to call through. And then you can pick a number between 1 and 10, and we'll, we'll just so- randomly select that caller right now. Ooh. Um, number 7. 7. Lucky number 7. Solid. <laughs> uh, all right, now it's Adrian, if you want to chat to him. Adrian, how you going? I'm good, mate. How are you? <laughs> no, I'm well. Congrats, mate. You just won 200 bucks in Maccas. 
Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh, well, good. I hope you're looking forward to it. I'll be straight through the drive-through once off-season comes. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, yeah, that'll be fine. I'm a fan of the Big Mac, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff, Adrian. Well All done, thanks boys. to Macca's Monopoly. You've got that. Paddy Carrigan, uh, a real pleasure, buddy. Nice to talk to you. Um, be safe with that gel blaster, all right? <laughs> thanks, guys. Good on you. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.